Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Strongholds are still being loosed. You're Wonders are still when you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love this when y'all are saying thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Giants are still being slain. Hey y'all, good morning. God we believe. Yes, we can see. Wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Good morning, good morning, my God. Need a move. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. God is the still being there. I promise they are. It's like. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He is still healing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We are here for you. Come and do what we are here for you. Come and do what my God. My God, we need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. My God, we need a move. Thank you, 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 thank you. Miracles happen when you move. Healing is in this room. I dare you to say that more this morning. I dare you to put prostrate your heart before God and just ask Him, Lord, I need you to move. Move in my family. Move in my health. Move in my finances. Move in my purpose. Move in my city. Move in my state. Move in my nation. Move in my world. Move in my church. I dare you to ask Him that revival break out. My God. Miracles happen when you move. My God, we need a move in our children. My God, we need a move in our children. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let revival break out. 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 My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the move. This is the move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move, my God, my God, my God, my God. Here for you, come and do what. Live in me, live in me, live in me, live in us, my God, my God. You come and do what you do. We need a move. We need a move. We need a move. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. This is a move. This is a my God. Thank you, Lord. This is a moment. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way in Lakeisha. 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 Have your way in my house. Have your way in my words. Have your way in my hands. Have your way in my feet. Have your way in my life, have your way in my purpose, my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, have your way, 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 have your way on this devotional, have your way in my conversations, have your way in my thoughts, my God, have your way, 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 my God, my God, have your way, have your way, have your way, Father, have your way, Father, have your way, Father, have your way, this is a move, my God, we need more of you and less of us, this is a move, my God. We need you to move. We need you to move. We need you to move. We need to see your hand, my God, in our cities. We need to see your hand, my God, in our state. We need to see your hand, my God, in our government. My God, my God, my God. We need to see your hand in our school. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. We need to see your hands in our families. My God, we need to see your hand in our communities. My God, we thank you, Father God, for keeping us from danger, seen and unseen. My God, we need to experience you today, Father, like never before. We we need you. This is a move. We need more of you. We need revival to break out. When you begin to pray that, when you begin to type that, when we say revival, like we get so, sometimes we get so spooky spiritual or things haven't been explained to us. When we say revival to break out, we're looking for an improvement, a condition or the strength, my God, of something. Improvement or condition or the strength of something. So when we say we need revival breaking out, when we say, oh my gosh, I need revival to break out in my home, it means I need the condition of my house to improve. It means I need to see you in my marriage. 
It means I need to see you in relationship with my children. When we say, come on, y'all, press in this morning, press in. I don't care that it's Monday morning, press in. I could feel y'all holding back. No, you're going to have to press in. You're going to have to be consistent. You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to be present. You can't afford just to be here in this season. You can't afford just to be on the devotional. You can't just afford, you're going to have to show up. You're going to have to be bold. You're going to be have to, you're going to have to be sober. You're going to have to become contagious. My God, you're going to have to be vigilant. This is the moment where your sobriety is kicked in. You can't afford to be emotional. You can't afford to be looking for, you can't, you can't afford to be prophetic junkies. You can't afford to be prophetic junkies. You, pro you can't afford to always be looking for a word. This is when sobriety has to come in. This is where your bold, your prayers have to become bold. This is where the word of God has to become living and active. This is where you got to be become more consistent. This is where you got to press. This is where you got to press. This is where it's no more routine as usual. My God. So when we pray, for revival. When we pray for revival, we're asking God to show up. We're asking revival to break out. We're asking for the condition of something to be strengthened. This is not the time for you to shrink back. This is not the time for you to shrink back. This is for the time for you to pray big, bold prayers. This is the time for you to stand in biblical truth. This is the time for you. Yeah, this is the time for you. This is the time for you to stand up. My God. God, stand up in Jesus. Stand up in the word. The word of God is quicker, sharper than any two or sword. This is the time that you put your armor on, baby. This is the time that you become fully clothed, not partially clothed in your armor. My God, there was a book, there's a book called The Final Quest by Rick Joyner. It is not for the faint in heart, but he talks about how the hordes of hell are marching. And he talks about how us as Christians are improperly and properly with our armor on like he saw the assault against uh, against Christians he saw the assault against God's army and when the Lord in this dream removed the veil he saw that Christians were not that he, it, that he saw they were not properly armored he saw they were not properly armored. This, this, he saw they didn't have the helmet of salvation. They didn't have the breastplate of righteousness. They were not girded. It, can I say this, Daddy God? It is not, this is not about hype. This is not about hype. This is about the, we need to see the hand of our Father in absolutely anything. We cannot afford to be hype. And, and so in this army, they were properly enclosed. Some of them didn't have their helmet on. Some of them didn't have their breastplate of righteousness on. Some of them were not shod in the gospel of peace. My God, some of them were not carrying their sword of the spirit, which were going to leave them anchored and not moved. My God, and that, that scene and that image just flashed back in front of me. We cannot afford, can I say this? And I feel this in my spirit so strong. We cannot afford to be hyped. This is not about being hyped. This is about being anchored. And we have longed and wanted to be hyped for so long. Like we want to be hyped. Yep. God speaks through the prophets. Yep. God will have a prophetic word. Yep. God will tell to us about victory, but he, we got to be anchored. My God, we got to be anchored. You 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 got to be anchored because here's the thing that I know in season and out of season, in season and out of season. I'm telling you more than anything in season and out of season, it will phase out. It will phase 
out. Hypeness phase out. Every day isn't going to be a good day. Persecution is going to come. Suffering is going to come. The, the hypeness wears out. Endurance. You, you, my God, I'm speaking to a generation. I'm, st- I'm telling you, it is deeper than hyped. It's deeper than hearing the Lord is good. It's more. It's greater. It's bigger than anything that you've ever imagined. You cannot afford to get caught up in the hype. My God, I feel that in my spirit so strong. So when we are praying for a revival, to break out. When we are praying for revival to break out, we are asking for an improvement in the condition or the strength of something. And I know the thing that has failed us for so long is we get caught up in the hype. We get, we get caught up in the hype. Whatever the latest hype is, whatever the crazy Christian phase is, we don't get anchored in the truth. No, what is the word of God speaking to you? What does the word of God say about the circumstance? What are the, what is the word of God? And then as soon as the hype of something, soon as the hype of something goes away, As soon as that hype goes away, we're not planted. We're not steadfast, even though the hype may be in biblical truths. My God, somebody writes a book. It's about this, right? And I'm just giving this as an example. So they write the book about purpose-driven life and then everybody gets crazed about their purpose. Well, as soon as the book begins to fizzle or fade out, people are no longer understanding what the end of the book said, which in all actuality was that our purpose is to be hidden in him. That's what it said to the end of the book, that our purpose was to disciple others. Our purpose was to have a yielded life to Christ. Come on now. And so when the trends change, we get caught up in the trends. We get caught up in the hype. We get caught up in whatever the latest phase is with no resolve or resolve or resolute of who Christ is. Resolute of who Christ is, no position of who Christ is, no position of who we are in Christ Jesus. That's why we lack consistency. I'm sorry. I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit use me. That's why we like lack consistency in our life. That's why we lack consistency in the body of Christ. That's why we're not seeing miracle signs and wonders. That's why things are not changing. That's why stuff is not moving. That's why we continue to see things the same. That's why our families are not improving. That's why our communities are not improving because we want the next big thing. We want the next big phase. We want the next big hype and God is greater and bigger than a hype. Yeah, come on, Steph, and it becomes a distraction. Lord, we buy the eye salve from you this morning. Do not allow us to be caught up in the next big hype. So when we pray and we say revival, my God, when we pray and say, let revival break out, my God, can I tell you something? Even because I've been there before. Thank you, Father. Even in the point of a blessing, right? Even in the point of a blessing. Let's be honest. Let's be real, real. We've been believing God for something. We've been praying. We've been asking God for something. And as soon as it happens, it has happened to all of us all of the time. As soon as we get what we've been petitioning God for, as soon as it seems like it's smooth sailing or a little bit better, what do we do? (laughs) We relax. We forget to stand guard. We come up off our walls. We're not praying for our kids with the same intensity. We're not praying for our ministries at the same intensity. We're not praying for our finances with the same intensity. We're not praying for our health with the same intensity. We're not praying. We caught up in the wave. We, we caught up in the wave when the Lord already said to us, like when the Lord already said to us, right? We fall back every time, every time God ends. We fall back. We get complacent. We start riding the waves when we don't recognize the same intensity, that same intensity. God is, can I tell you something? My God, my God, my God, God is not looking for you to be in a builded life. I was listening to something where, yeah, we stop paying tithes. It, it's not even, and, and just that we just lose momentum with God because we think it's about stuff. We think it's about things and it's about seeking the kingdom first. We, we forget once the healing occurs, my God, we forget to stand for healing still. We forget that the adversary can come back in like a flood. We let our guard down. So, 
God, is, I was listening to something really and, and it spoke volumes and I need to communicate this because I am an encourager, because I am a purpose pusher, because and because our thought process or our thinking is limited, we will miscue what words mean. So if I post and I say go for it, people think I'm just talking about purpose, right? People think I'm just talking about doing, but God isn't into building. He's into yielding. God isn't into building. He's into yielding. God is into you having a yielded life of service to him. This is not, I feel the fire of the Holy Spirit. This is not about you building. That's why he said it is not by your works. It is not by your works. And if we are taught that wrong and we think that, that is how we will operate. We will operate in our relationship with God according to building. God is not about us building. He is about us yielding our lives to him. If you want to find your purpose, lose. When I, so when I say go for it, I'm saying lose yourself in him. I'm saying lose yourself in him. If you lose yourself in him, you're going to walk right into your purpose. You're going to walk right into your purpose. You're going to walk right into what he called you to do. If you lose yourself in him, it is about you hiding Finding, losing yourself in Christ, losing your, losing yourself in him. A life hidden in him looks different. A life yielded to him looks different. So it's, it was Kevin Zadar. Thank you, Lord. It is not about you building. It is not, I'm going to say that again. It is not about you building. The enemy will have you in a constant state of thinking. It is about doing and you will always do and move. That's hype. That's hype. It is about you yielding your life. What does a yielded life to Christ in Christ look like? It's different. It's different. It's I lose myself in you. My God, I thank you. So when we pray revival, you need to be praying revival break out at your job. You need to be praying revival break out in your government. You need to be praying revival break out on your Facebook page. You need to be, that's why I keep saying, share the gospel, share the gospel, share the gospel. A life hidden in him isn't afraid to share the gospel. A life hidden in him is not afraid. You got to be afraid. You cannot in this season be afraid to share the gospel. You cannot in this season be afraid. You cannot be in this season to be afraid to let your light shine. Revival needs to break out to you. Everything, everything Everywhere you go, the light should be touching. Everywhere you go, the light should be touching. So when we say revival breakout, we're talking an improvement in a condition or strength or something. My God, I want to give you some scriptures real quick on a yielding life to God. But I want to give you this first. I want to talk to, I want to talk to you. I want to give, give you what God is giving me right here. My God, I thank you, Father. I thank you for your word. 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 So let me give you the armor of God real quick. I want to give you the armor of God. This is the Amplify. I'm going to give you a few scriptures on a yielded life. Say this, I am not into building. I am into yielding. Put that in your notes today. Father God, show me where I've been just focusing on building. It's not about building. It's about a yielded relationship to him, a yielded relationship to him. My God, we got to learn how to yield. That's, that, that's why we're not properly cold. That's why when the enemy comes in like the flood, we weaken. Do you know you got to create an, an, an atmosphere conducive to change? You got to create an atmosphere conducive. My God, you got to set in this season. You got to saturate yourself. You got to saturate your atmosphere uh, in, in, in this season. Can I say that, Lord? Yes. Recently, um, Josiah was going through some things, like just some things emotionally, just the enemy trying to attack who he is. And the Lord reminded me, he said, you better set. He said, if the enemy is coming in like a flood, what's the standard, Lakeisha? I said, the spirit of the Lord. What's the spirit of the Lord, Lakeisha? It's the word. So you saturate your atmosphere in a way in which your son can be built up. 
You saturate your atmosphere. You saturate your atmosphere in a way where he feels confident and secure. You saturate, you put your, you saturate your atmosphere. That's why I tell you, I want to be almost like, um, there was a, I'm, I'm a hip hop, I like hip hop. There was a, uh, Eminem had a song, will the real slim shady stand up? And it's like, will, will the real, those that cl claim that we are of Christ, that it's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to stand up. When I say go for it, it's time for us to stand up for him in him. It's time for us to be bold in him. It's time for us to be sober in him. So let me talk to you. It says in conclusion, this is what we Ephesians 6 and 14, 10. It says, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. Can I say that again? <laughs> in conclusion, because it's the Amplified version, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. So where do I get my power from? I don't get my power on the next big wave. I don't get my I don't get my power on the next big hype. I don't get my power on the next big craze. I don't get my power in building. I get my power from him who empowers me through his union with me. How is he unified with me? He is unified with me through Christ Jesus. So this is something I have to accept. This is something that I have to recognize. This is something that I need to know that has to be the truth. So I'm empowered through my union with him and in the power of his boundless might. See, God ain't bound. My God, I'm not going they're going to wake up this morning. They're going to wake God is not bound. God is not limited. That's why when I say to you, go for it. That's why when I say to you, yield to him. That's why when I say to you, take the limitations off of him. God is not bound. God is not bound. God is not limited. God doesn't have a little bit of power, a little bit of capacity. God is, I am. God made the heaven. God made the earth. God made you, my God, the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is living inside of you. So your power, the strength that you need, they that wait upon the Lord, that's why your waiting is so important. Your strength that you need comes from the one that you wait on. Your strength comes from the one that lives inside of you. It's not coming from you. It's not coming from your building. It's not coming from your doing. It says, so put on the full armor. This is why it's important. Put on the full armor of God for his precepts. My God, when we use the word precepts, right? When we use the word precepts, Lord, I thank you. His precepts, when we're talking about precepts, we're talking about his commands, his principles. My God, my God, especially for a particular rule or action. See, kingdom has precepts. You teach this thing, Holy Spirit. You teach this thing, Holy Spirit. See, kingdom has precepts. Kingdom has these, these precepts to it, these conditions, these rules of actions. God says, you do this, I do this. God says, you trust and obey me. My promises are yes and amen. So put on the full armor, God, for his precepts, right? God's precepts, his rules, his actions are like a splendid armor of heavenly, heavenly armored soldier. So when I live in the precepts of God, when I live according to the wisdom of God, when I live according to what God has said is the very best for me, right? Then that becomes like an armor. My God, Psalms 91 and 1, he who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. When I live in the precepts of God, that's my protection. So for those of you who don't believe in the tithe, right? When I live in the precepts of the tithe, that's my protection. That's what the word says, right? That was not just the law. That was before the law. This is my, when I dedicate and set aside what belongs to God, then I live in the protection of that. Come on now. Come on now. I live in the protection of that. So it says, put on the whole, whole armor of God for his precepts are like splendid armor of heavily armed soldier so that you may be able to be successful. My God. So if I live in his precepts, that's where my success comes in. If I live in a life that's yielded to him, that's where my success come in. If I yield in a life that is 
Glory to God. If I live in a, a life that is in the fear of the Lord, that's where my success comes in. My success doesn't come through my... See, we've been too busy doing. We've been too busy building. We've been too busy chiseling. We've been too busy hammering. Well, Lord, show me my purpose. No, Lord, show me more of you. Lord, show me more of you. Show me, as a matter of fact, Lord, show me anything in me that does not align with you. Show me anything in me that's interfering with you. As a matter of fact, burn up the chaff in me. I, I'll find my purpose hidden in you. No, Lord, show me more of you. Show me, let me experience more of you. As David said, I'm broken and contrite. I don't need more of me. I don't need more doing. I don't need more stuff. I need more of you. So he says, so this is what I love. He says, so you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Who better knows? Knows how to out with the devil than the one that created him. Then the heavenly host. Who knows how to out with the devil than, than God? Who knows how to defeat the devil than God? Oh, it's a prince of oh, the devil busy, the devil moving. Who knows how to defeat the devil better than God? Who? Who knows who? Who knows how to defeat the devil? So he says, he says. This is what he says. He says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. <laughs> you are not contending with physical opponents. You're not contending with your supervisor. You are not contending with your husband. You are not contending with your children. You are not contending with your landlord. You are not contending with your neighbor. You are not contending even with yourself. You are contending with a principality. You are contending with a strategy against your life. You are contending with someone who does not want you to keep your eyes on Jesus. You are contending. That's the winds and the waves, the distractions. You are not contending with a physical presence. You're not even contending with your finances. You're contending with something that wants you to keep your thoughts on the Lord. You're not even contending with your health. You're contending with something that wants you to keep your eyes off the Lord. You're contending with someone that does not want you to yield to the Holy Spirit. You're contending with something that does not want you to wait on the Lord. You're contending with something that does not want you to keep your eyes on Jesus. That is what you've been contending with. It is not a person. It is not a person. It is greater and bigger than any person. It is greater than and bigger than any moment. It is great. You're contending with something that does not want you to have a yielded life to Christ. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical appointments, but against the rules, <laughs> against the powers, against the world forces of the present, not old not old. This is not something spooky. I don't believe in all. You need to start believing. You need to start trusting. You need to start, you're against the powers of this age. This age. The spiritual forces of wickedness and heavenly. This is supernatural. That's why we got to learn how to live a supernatural life. That's why you need to understand you live in two worlds. You live in a natural world and a spiritual world. This is why you got to understand the spiritual side of yourself so that you will not give in to the natural world. You will not give in to flesh and blood. My God, we walk by spirit, the spirit. This is why it's important for you to learn how to walk by the spirit. This is why you. it's important for you to learn how to trust the Holy Spirit. This is why you have to understand that the word of God is active, living, sharper than any two-edged sword. You live in a supernatural world. You live in a spiritual existence. You live in a physical world, but you have a spiritual assignment. You have a spiritual connection. It's deeper than anything you ever imagined. That's why you got to understand how to live a yielded life to Christ. My God, I thank you. So it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, continuing only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the power. That's why he's been after your self-esteem. Because if you don't know your identity in Christ, you will try to find your identity in other things. You will try to find your identity in accolades. You will try to find your identity in rewards. You will try to find your identity in the approval of others. That's why he's been coming after your self-esteem. It says, that's what he says, the forces of weakness. It says, therefore... <laughs> Therefore, and we know if therefore is there, therefore is there for a reason. Therefore, <laughs> here we go again. Therefore, now come. Therefore, here we go again. Therefore, 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 put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger, having done everything that the crisis demands to stand your firm place 
fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. If I am going to be fully prepared, immovable, and victorious, I have to be fully prepared, immovable, and victorious in the armor of God. That's the only thing. That's that's the only thing. The armor of God is going to ensure my success. The armor of God is what's going to help me resist. The armor of God is what's going to help me stand. The armor of God is going to give me what I need whenever the crisis makes a demand. That's just the word. I'm just reading the word. I'm just reading the word. Whenever the crisis makes a demand, the armor of God. If I stand in the armor of God, if I stand in the armor of God, I'm going to be able to stand firm. I'm going to be able to stand at attention. I'm not going to be misguided. I'm going to be guided by truth. I'm not going to fall into diverse temptation. Wherever it is, I'm going to stand. So stand firm (laughs) and hold your ground. My God, stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth. Truth is your personal integrity and your moral courage. This is your, this is you when you stand in truth. This is you making decisions that you don't even want to make, but because they honor God, because you know that it's truth, because you know it's what God is requiring of you, because you know it's what God has asked of you, you stand in the truth of who Christ Jesus is. You stand in the truth of what the word says. You don't operate in dishonest and scale. So when I stand in truth, I'm standing in personal integrity and moral courage. I'm standing in truth. I'm t- personal integrity and markers. When I stand in truth, I'm not compromised. When I'm standing in truth, I make the hard decisions. When I stand in truth, I make a decision to walk the narrow path. When I, when I stand in truth, I'm not going to sway with everybody else. When I stand in truth, I'm going to learn how to rightly divide the word of God. I'm going to stand with an upright heart. That's the next part. Put on the breastplate of righteousness and up right heart. I receive my righteousness from Christ Jesus. Hold on, y'all. My God, I thank you for your word today. My God, I thank you for your word today. Isaiah 5, righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Where do I get my righteousness from? I get my righteousness from Christ Jesus. I receive my righteousness. I receive my righteousness in Christ. Jesus. I receive the moral perfection required by God to enter heaven. I receive it through Christ Jesus. Then he says, and having strapped on your feet, (laughs) the gospel of peace in preparation, the gospel of peace. There is something about strapping the gospel of peace on your feet. There is something When you strap on the gospel of peace, you face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by good news. You can stand, as my husband used to say, 10 toes down. You can stand immovable. You can stand in the fact that every promise of God is yes and amen. You can stand in the fact that he who dwelleth with the, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow. You can stand in the fact that if I'm having to wait, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk in our faith. I'm standing in the fact that the gospel of peace brings me. I'm standing in the fact that if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm I'm standing in the fact that I will not be deceived because the greater one lives inside of me. I'm not standing in a place of fear because I know that God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of sound mind. I'm standing in the fact. I'm standing in the readiness. I'm standing in who I am. In Christ Jesus, my God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your word today. I thank you for anchoring us in this truth today. I thank you, Father God. How beautiful, Isaiah 52 and 7, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. I'm standing in the fact, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, my God reigns. My God reigns. 
reins. It does not matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what force of hell is coming against my family. It doesn't matter what force of hell is coming against my finances. My God said he shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. My God, it doesn't matter what's coming against my health. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my, my iniquities. He was chastised for my peace. It does not matter because I'm standing in the fact that my God reigns. My God reigns. My God reigns. It does not matter. My God reigns. It doesn't matter about coronavirus. My God reigns. My God reigns. It doesn't matter what the government said. My God reigns. It doesn't matter what my husband said. My God reigns. I'm staying my pieces in that. My peace is in that. My peace is in that. My peace is in the fact that my God reigns. My God. And then it says, above all, <laughs> lift up the protective shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. When you walk in faith, when you live in faith, when you talk in faith, when you saturate yourself in faith, when you understand that without faith, it's impossible to please God. You will shield the fiery darts of the evil one. When you submit a situation to God, resist the devil. Guess what he has to do? He has to flee. That's a shield of faith. That's a shield of faith. No, Jessica, he cannot lie. And every promise of God is yes and amen. So my shield of faith says, Lord, I'll trust you. My sealed shield of faith says, Lord, I will look to the hills which cometh my help because my help comes from the Lord. My shield of faith says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. My shield of faith says my God reigns. My shield of faith says I put my hope in you. My shield of faith says I put my trust in you. My shield of faith says no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, I will not be moved. That's what my shield of faith says. That's what my shield of faith says. So I put up my shield of faith. I stand in what God said. I stand in what the word of God said. And every time I submit a situation to God, every time I submit a, sit a, submit a situation, instead of arguing, instead of fussing, instead of fighting, instead of being weary, instead of feeling forlorn, instead of every time I establish myself, that anxiety didn't come from you. You said be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making my request known before you with thanksgiving you didn't give me this anxiety anxiety you gotta go submit to god submit to god resist the devil and he'll he will flee and it says and then take the helmet of salvation my god this is where grace comes in and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god my god this is where grace comes in this is where if more sin is abounding more grace comes in this is when i understand i'm shielded in my salvation this is when i understand i'm shielded in his glory my god i thank you for your word my god i thank you for your word my god i thank you for your word divine deliverance. Thank you. 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 Isaiah 59 and 17, for he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, was clad with a zeal cloak. Father God, your helmet, your helmet protects us. Your helmet protects us. Thank you, Lord God. And it says, with all prayer and petition, <laughs> with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion. My God, a yielded life to God, not a builded life to God. See, a builded life, can I say this, Holy Spirit? Yes. A builded life, life to God is always looking to do what's next. Mm. Mm. A yielded life to God surrenders every circumstance, every situation, every minute, and every hour to him. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times, on every occasion, and in every season, and in the spirit. With this in view, stay alert with all perspective and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. My God, a yielded life, a yielded life, a, yield, a yielded life, a yielded life, 
looks different. A builded life is in constant work and motion. A yielded life understands I, I need the armor of God more than I need anything else. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. Father God, help us to yield to you today. Help us to understand your lordship. Help us to understand the conflict inside of us. My God, that did not come from you, Lord God. <laughs> Even though we have a Christ-like nature, Lord God, help us to understand the conflict in our souls that is keeping us from yielding ourselves to you. Father God, help us to understand how to conquer our sinful natures, Lord God, so that we can live a more yielded life. Help us to receive our salvation, Lord God. Help us to understand that it's not about building. It's not about working at it, Lord God. It's not about the next big thing, Father God, but it's about living a yielded and submitted life to you. Give us clarity. Give us a revelation. Let us walk in the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope that blessed you today. I hope that helped you today. I hope that shifted something in your perspective so that you understand that a life in Christ Jesus is really all you ever, ever, ever need. Father God, I thank you for removing the scales off our eyes so that we are present in you, so that we walk in the fullness in you. Lord God, we trust you with every circumstance, every situation. We are not going to reduce our relationship with you to doing. My God, we're going to yield ourselves. We're going to understand your lordship teach us how how you want to lead us teach us how to have a deeper relationship with you my god understanding that our purpose is within you that we were created for your glory and your glory alone lord god we thank you, Father God, that Jesus was the sacrifice. We thank you for the Holy Spirit and that we live a more yielded life to you in Jesus' name. I can't, can I cancel this assignment off your life of always doing? It's not about doing. I want you to get out of the habit of doing. Can I say this? I say Some of y'all move around too much. It's not about doing. My God, when you find yourself scattered, when you find yourself always on the move, when you always, when you find yourself always feeling like you need to connect to something to feel God or to be in his presence or you got to be signed off on something other than what God has given you in that season, that, that, that's, um, those are almost like, um, vices or addictions. I'm just telling you what the Holy Spirit showed me. So when I find myself constantly in a position of moving, it's because I think I always got to be in movement or attached to experience the presence of God. I think I've always got to be doing something and we've got to become settled, settled in a season. It's not even about, even though God calls us to rest, it's not even about rest. It's about not being in constant motion. You don't always have to go somewhere. You ain't always got to be connected to somebody. As a matter of fact, um, some of you will find yourself out of position for God to talk to you about you always in movement. Can I just be real? Some of you, your house needs to get in order. Like your house, your spiritual, physical house needs to get in order. And if we assume other than asking God where we are in this season, yeah, it is. Yeah, where we are in this season, right? Where, <laughs> where we are in this season, if we don't really communicate with God and ask him, yeah, it is. That's a good word, Selena. It's time to settle down. We have to settle down. We have to be okay with being settled. We have to be okay with waiting because it's really about waiting. So when you find yourself scattered and constantly moving, um, can I say that? Nope. Okay, thank you, sir. I can't say that part. <laughs> when you find yourself in constant movement, you got to ask yourself, what's going on inside of me? What is anxiety forcing me to do? What is fear? Fear-based moves look different than faith-based moves. Fear-based fear moves look different than faith-based moves. Asking God, what is this season? Am I in a season of waiting? Am I in a season what? And always yielding, a, living a yielded life to him will produce the results of where and where, where you are in this season. My God, let me do two things. So, 
give, partner, tithe. <laughs> Don't just do, do. When God tells you to give, just do. And even if he doesn't tell you to give, sometimes you just got to do to break up the monotony of what's been happening. Go on to the website. Y'all, can I, can I say that? Y'all, we gave away four over 4,000 meals this year. <laughs> 4,000 meals this year because of your faithfulness, because of those that will. Uh, yeah, that's good, Mama Jeanette. He said, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Because of your faithfulness, we were able to give over 4,000 meals. Because of your faithfulness, we were able to give to a pantry. We just sent money to a food pantry in Palm Bluff. Because of your faithfulness, we can give to Drew Projects. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but I want you to understand what you do when you sow. I need you just to understand when you partner with us, how it's changing, not just Arkansas, it's changing the world. So, so give, go give, go do what God says, honor God in the tithe, honor God in your giving. That's it. Second, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ in Lord as Lord and Savior, right? If you've not accepted him as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is your divine. I know Mama Jeanette. So can I tell you this real quick? When you are a part of this, that's fruit being added to your account over 4,000 meals. Tiny little ministry, tiny little ministry. Over 4,000 meals we gave out this year, right? Drew projects. We've been putting feminine hygiene kits throughout the world so women can have feminine hygiene kits that may be homeless or less fortunate. Come on, y'all. We've been giving to the Salvation Army. Like, I'm just telling you this so that you know where your seed going. We ain't over here. We using it for what God has told us. Okay, okay, well, I'm done. Now, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is your hour. And I want you to pray. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all see my hallway? What did I do? No, 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 no. I want y'all to pray. <laughs> Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. And I promise to follow you best as I can. If you prayed that prayer, can you please, please send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. We would love to send you some material and disciple you. I love you. God loves you. We got to get out of here. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. I got love. You. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna be push, pushing purpose. I'm gonna put put be pushing purpose out of you. I'm gonna be pushing purpose out of you. And what I mean by purpose out of you, I'm gonna be pushing you into who you are in Christ Jesus. I have to. That's the mandate and call on my life. So when you see us drop. Stuff on the Facebook page, don't avoid it. Go read it. When you see us drop stuff on Instagram, go read it. It's God speaking to you. It's not just me coming up with something creative. It's God speaking in my heart to speak into you so that you come into the fullness of who you were called to be in Christ Jesus. You are not limited. <laughs> you are not bound. You are set free in Christ Jesus. And it is my assignment. Hey, ladies, pillow talk. It's, it, I, it might be almost full. We dropping the link today. Just, just dropped the link on Facebook. Go get, go, go get registered for Pillar Talk. You can go to the website, click on Pillar Talk, register there. It's completely free. Go sign up to be a part of our NICU giving. Go do that. Go sign up. We're giving, we're giving to a NICU. We're giving to the Step Up Center. We gave to the pantry. We're giving to the children's home this winter. Go sign up or send in a seed to be a part of that. I love you. God loves you. 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 I love you. I love you. God loves 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 you. My God, I canceled the assignment. Can I say this, Holy Spirit? Yes, you can. I canceled the assignment that you will not be self-centered ever, that you will put your eyes on God and the greater capacity of who God called you to be in Christ Jesus is coming alive in you. I, I declare that over you, that you want, you're not going to be inward. The enemy wants you to be inward, self-centered. You will not be selfish. You will not be self-centered. You're going to walk into the fullness of who God called you to be, and you're going to submit your gifts. I'll see y'all in the morning. Ladies, Bible study tonight. Tonight, ladies, Bible study. Invite somebody in. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I'm out. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.